The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Thank you, Charlie. Bloomberg Law is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network, the broker-dealer RIA that's been putting relationships first since 1979. Find out why the industry's most satisfied advisors are head over heels about them. Visit Commonwealth.com. Greg? Thanks, June. Colin Kaepernick, the NFL quarterback who started the controversial practice of kneeling during the national anthem, still doesn't have a job. But he does have a lawyer and now a legal claim against the league. According to reports, Kaepernick has retained Los Angeles lawyer Mark Garagos and filed a grievance claiming the NFL's 32 teams have conspired to keep him unemployed. What are his chances and might Donald Trump's comments on the subject play a role in his case? We'll ask Mark Edelman. He's a professor at Baruch College Zicklin School of Business and the founder of Edelman Law. Uh, Mark, thanks for being with us. Good to have you back on the show. Um, what is Colin Kaepernick going to have to to show to win his grievance against the league? Well, the grievance that Colin Kaepernick filed against the league uh, alleges that two or more teams colluded uh, to keep him out of the NFL. Uh, what he is going to need to show is some form of evidence of an agreement that was reached between at least two or more teams uh, to act in concert not to sign him. Mark, how difficult is that going to be? Because he'll have to show either emails, I take it, or texts or phone conversations. Are, are those available? Well, um, much like in a court proceeding, uh, in an internal arbitration, there will be a discovery process. Uh, the rules of discovery and arbitration are liberalized over the federal rules of evidence. Um, but Kaepernick's lawyers still should be able to secure uh, all of these types of information that you reference, uh, ranging from things that are in print to email to phone records, uh, as well as perhaps to be get, taking depositions and testimony uh, of managerial-level employees on the teams. So Colin Kaepernick is a pretty good quarterback. He, he's gone to the Super Bowl, took the 49ers there. He, last year, threw 16 touchdowns, only four interceptions. Um, is that enough to make a circumstantial case that uh, teams are conspiring against him, or does he need more than that? He probably needs more than that. You know, a lot of the doctrine of conspiracy uh, theory or collusion theory comes out of antitrust law. And it's true that as a matter of federal antitrust law, uh, there is this doctrine that says uh, that if a result could not logically be achieved uh, but for collusion, it shifts the burden. And it's true that there is a very famous case involving the tobacco industry uh, from many moons ago where all four of the major companies jumped the price on the same day. And because it seems so unlikely that that would ever happen but for collusion, it shifted the burden. However, according to the NFL collective bargaining agreement, uh, there is language in there that says the mere fact that no team signed a player uh, in itself cannot be the entirety of the evidence that's used, uh, meaning that there will need to be at least some form 
of testimony or some form of documentation introduced to at least add a kernel beyond that. Uh, also, even if you leave it aside, uh, Colin Kaepernick, while he may be a borderline starting quarterback, uh, is also a player who purportedly requested a certain sum of money to play. And because the NFL operates under a salary cap, it's not as simple as saying we have 32 teams and each have three quarterbacks, and Colin Kaepernick is clearly one of the best 96 quarterbacks. Uh, one also has to think about the issue of, based upon what his salary demands were, uh, whether he would have a reasonable slot. Mark, why, is he's, why isn't he filing a grievance through the NFL Players Association? Why is he hiring his own lawyer? And then we heard the NFL Players Association say uh, they'll assist. Well, first, under the collective bargaining agreement, uh, a player has a choice as to whether they want to bring a grievance of this type uh, using personal lawyers or using union lawyers. So the simplest of possible answers is this is his choice and this is what he wants to do. Now, as to why Colin Kaepernick may think this is a better choice, uh, I'm not certain, but I have a few hunches. Uh, one is, while the union is supposed to represent every individual zealously, the union also has to balance the interests of the players overall. Uh, meaning that the union might have greater reluctance to bring a collusion claim if there isn't evidence that's already available. They may think it's not the best use uh, of the collective player fund. Kaepernick, however, may feel that even if at this point he doesn't have evidence, uh, it's worth the time and the cost that would be involved to him uh, of moving forward and attempting to get that information discovered. The other issue that comes into play is I think that the union may very well, in the back of their head, be considering the possibility of filing a suit against President Trump himself. And one might reasonably construe the most recent tweets by President Trump in which he threatened or attempted to induce the NFL to get rid of players that kneeled by indicating there would be a loss of financial benefits for the league, uh, that type of conduct arguably might create a constitutional First Amendment issue where the government is attempting to chill free speech or political speech uh, of athletes by encouraging their employer to get rid of them through financial harm. Now, if that is true, the union might be reluctant to bring this collusion grievance on behalf of Kaepernick, because the grievance seems to be alleging that the NFL teams have been conspiring against Kaepernick even before the president publicly got involved. So there's two very different type of theoretical claims might be butting heads a little bit as, as opposed to playing well together. Well, well, let me ask you about an earlier Trump uh, comment, not, not a tweet, but it came back in March when he uh, flew on Air Force One with Robert Kraft, who's the owner of the Patriots. Uh, and the next day, Trump said it was reported that NFL owners don't want to pick Kaepernick up because they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. 
Is that a piece of evidence that might matter in Kaepernick's case? Can he use that in some way to say um, that as a result of of those comments, uh, NFL owners had an incentive to uh, to to uh, avoid signing me? Well, Kaepernick's lawyers could attempt to use evidence uh, in any way which they think the evidence is helpful for them. Uh, frankly, I don't think that particular tweet is necessarily helpful. Uh, if you think about collusion again, collusion is an agreement amongst two or more parties. Uh, that's fundamentally different from conscious parallelism. Conscious parallelism, which is entirely permitted, involves multiple entities that make the same decision for the same reason, but not in concert. So, for example, if Bob Kraft decides that the Patriots are not going to sign Colin Kaepernick because he's afraid that there'll be a tweet storm coming from the president if he does, and if, uh, let's say, the Mara family from the Giants independently and without there being conjunction with anything else decide they also are not going to sign Kaepernick because they don't want to deal with the president's impossible tweet storm, but there is no meeting of the minds between the two, uh, that does not indicate collusion. Uh, so unless the argument is that there's this big hub-and-spoke conspiracy going on, and President Trump is sitting at the center of the hub and inducing agreements between the member clubs, uh, I'm not sure that this particular tweet in itself from Kraft saying he doesn't want to be on the president's bad list. Uh, is going to make much of a difference. Mark, Barry Bonds also filed a collusion case against the baseball league when he didn't get a single offer back in 2007. And it was believed that the use of steroids made him too toxic for a team to sign. And I wonder if there's an analogy here where the teams feel that Kaepernick is too toxic to sign. If anything, I thought Barry Bonds' collusion claim was a much stronger claim. Again, we do not know what evidence Colin Kaepernick and his lawyers may already have or may be able to uncover. Uh, but at least on the surface, the Barry Bonds claim, and Barry did not win, seemed like an incredibly strong claim. This was the home run champion in Major League Baseball, coming off the year in which he broke the all-time home run record and was making upwards of $17 million a year, who agreed to take a pay cut to the league minimum salary of 400000 and he still was not able to sign with a team. After the commissioner and some high-ranking officials in the league had made negative statements about him, I remain very surprised today that Barry Bonds was not able to introduce enough evidence to an independent arbitrator to win his collusion claim. Kaepernick's, outside of evidence that hasn't been uncovered yet, seems to be even tougher to make. Uh, at this point, at least until very recently, Major Goodell has been steadfast in avoiding saying anything negative about Kaepernick. Kaepernick was a good player, but not a superstar player like Barry Bonds. Kaepernick was asking for a sum of money that was a significant sum of money in a league with the teams that had salary cap, and throw on top. Uh, as unbelievable as it seems in 2017 that we have a president that bullies and attacks people on Twitter on a regular basis, 
uh, one does have to recognize that the president's bully pulpit has been persuasive. And while there may reasonably be legal claims against the president himself, it may be rational for individual teams to say we're staying away from this player because there are a lot of people that follow the president. I want to thank our guest, Mark Edelman, a law professor at Baruch College's Zicklin School of Business and founder of Edelman Law, talking to us about Colin Kaepernick. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. Uh, Coming up in a moment, Donald Trump's press conference. But first, let's go to Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet for a check on the markets. Charlie. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. 